Well, hello everyone. This is Dola with Love in Your Life. And today I want to continue the conversation that I um, sort of opened up uh, a time or two ago regarding what's going on in our society at the moment um, as we face this global crisis of the uh, called COVID-19. I want to suggest that you uh, have an open mind and think through this thing in terms of our uh, collective responsibility. Because again, you know, I, every time I say this, I find myself hesitating to, and trying to um, be clear that I am not casting blame on us. It is not about blame. That sort of is a negative uh, version of what I'm speaking. There's always a positive side and a negative side with respect to the way we utilize our uh, our words, right? And the word blame is different than the word responsibility in my uh, way of speaking. So what I'm talking about is our responsibility. And the fact is that when we say it that way, even the, the fact that we use it and if we frame it in the terms of responsibility versus blame, which I never use because, you know, it's a useless term for me, the blaming of something or another. It's more about the accepting of responsibility and understanding that we have control. Blame suggests that perhaps we did something that we're, we're really... Um, you know, we were intentional about and um, and therefore we were out of control. OK, it's kind of like that emotional intelligence trigger. Remember that we talk about so often on this show. It's not about that. It's more about the responsibility and the ability to change that because we have control over what we choose to do with our thoughts that create our behavior. You know, thoughts, attitude, feelings, behavior. Right. So. I'm suggesting that this COVID-19 came to us and presented us with a, a space, a window of opportunity that will allow us to sort of take, well, first of all, we were, we were forced to stop what we were up to because we couldn't do what we were up to anymore. We had to really stop, physically stop, um, mentally stop, uh, you know, in every way we had to stop. And that is so curious to me that we were made to stop, that we couldn't do it ourselves. We couldn't come to the conclusion ourselves. So we needed something to come and tap us on the collective shoulder rather harshly, um, I might suggest, because it wasn't an easy um experience, right? Nobody was waiting to be stopped and stuck in their homes for a period of, you know, six, eight, ten weeks. We, uh, you know, we love our homes. We want to go home. We look forward to our weekends, but we don't want to be stuck in a situation where we have, uh, we are, we are, we are not allowed to go into the streets and shop or, walk or do what we need to do, you know, shop. And now we can do some of those things, but we can't do them freely and openly like we did before. We have to have distance. And, you know, even the terms that have come with this COVID-19 crisis, um, social distancing, and, um, you know, the idea of, of 
having to think through every move you make with respect to hygiene and um, and passing along, you know, germs or, you know, the where the the whatever it is that we pass along that creates this virus. You know, they still don't know some of the stuff. I mean, I know scientists are working every day to come up with the um with all of the answers and I do have great respect for those folks, believe me. But I think that um that it is some there's some mystery involved in it. And that even is curious, isn't it? That 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 the um genesis for this is a bit still um mysterious. But we at the end of the day here are really being humbled. And what what came to my mind is actually, um, I don't know why, but I, I kept thinking of the seven deadly sins. And, and I know this, I don't know if anybody else has come up with this thought or, you know, whatever. And I don't know if I'm being melodramatic about this, and I hope not because I'm not a melodramatic person. But I do say that we are being humbled. And I, I, I make this all the time saying that I need to be tapped on the shoulder and um, I think it's in the Bible or maybe Course in Miracles that it says you have to get used to hearing the whispers so you don't have to hear the scream. And that is kind of the the, the thought that occurred to me there. And then uh, another biblical reference that, you know, we're looking at the cause to be outside of ourselves. You know, that why do you see the little, you know, uh, little speck in your brother's eye, but you can't see the the tree limb that's, you know, the, the part of the tree that's in your eye. Um, I know I'm really paraphrasing, but the idea is that we can always see something outside ourselves, and but we can't see it inside ourselves. That's the idea of projection, right, in astro- and psychology. It's I'm going to project outward what I, I won't accept is my responsibility. Um, so I won't look at myself. It's easier to look at the other guy and say it's his his doing, not mine. But getting back to the seven deadly sins, you know, we look at being humbled by, um, you know, we have we have pride and vanity in in droves. You know, we look at social media and how people are being um, asked to, you know, be, you know, out there with their with all the goodness in their lives, and 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 that strikes me as odd because I don't really want to ever put stuff out somewhere where it's possible, there's a possibility that it could make someone feel less than. Because I don't believe anybody is less than. I think we're all in this together. And it's another, you know, little line that has come out of this COVID-19 crisis. We are in this together. Truly, we are. I hope we really know that. And I hope we really understand what we're saying when we say that. But, um, you know, the oneness, of all of us occurs to me as very critically important to get from this COVID crisis. Um, But, you know, pride and vanity in terms of putting yourself out there if you're beautiful and having somebody feel less than because you're beautiful and living a beautiful life and they may not be as beautiful or, you know, whatever uh, stirs up in them and they're not, you know, living such a grandiose life. Um, so if it makes somebody feel bad, I'm not sure I even like that. Um, that's why I always hesitate to, to, to post, um, is I don't, you know, I, I travel 
all the time and very few of my travels are recorded in any kind of social media. I would like to, and maybe I will someday. Um, I still have, you know, interest in showing some of my beautiful pictures, but the objective would be to share beauty with other people, not to in, you know, to encourage a level of uh, jealousy. And that's another of the um, envy and jealousy is another of the seven deadly sins. So we have the pride, we have the envy and the jealousy. Um, we have a, a crisis in the United States with um, with people's uh, weight. You know, people are, we have an obesity crisis. And um, the, the, the idea of gluttony occurs to me that, you know, it's not only eating food, but the uh, gluttonous, you know, behavior of people with acquisitions, um, acquiring stuff, acquiring food is just part of it. But the gluttonous idea of acquisition and consuming and having more and uh, bigger and better, um, that has occurred to me that that has been highlighted in this whole crisis, right? Um, and again, we keep in you know, the media and and some of the, you know, great stars that have come to, you know, uh, talk to us about uh, the oneness and we're all in this together. And, um, you know, one of the things that has, this has brought to light is that we, you know, are home more often with the people we love and we care about. And the dogs and the cats don't know why we're home, but they love it. <laughs> they, they, they don't get it, but they're like, God, I don't know what this is all about, but I certainly love, um, love that my family is home. So, you know, even the, and the animals are benefiting from this. Um, you know, uh, the idea of lust, you know, that's another of the deadly sins that might come up um, into play with this. You know, maybe maybe there is a, you know, uh, something to be said about, uh, well, somebody's sitting home all the time, so they're lusting after whatever. Like, it doesn't mean necessarily sexually, but, um, you know, just, just that idea of um sitting there concentrating because I can, you know, I can look on the internet, I can sit there and go through all kinds of things. And, you know, it, it, it occurred to me that you can use this time for good or for, um, you know, for purposes that won't advance your spiritual journey, your spiritual growth. Uh, and I would very much like this to be people taking a look at their spiritual growth, um, to, to be humbled in the sense that I get it. I'm not, you know, in control of everything and it's not all about me. It's about my part in, in creating the environment in this universe and my, you know, being part of the collective consciousness, um, you know, uh, anger and you know like I said the coveted the coveting of um of stuff I I all of those just to me greed you know I mean um you know that's a big one in our society I mean people want more and uh bigger better like I said so so one of the things that has occurred to me is humility is the way to to being free um to to being you know, to being open-hearted and, um, you know, soulful. Uh, humility opens us up to, uh, you know, 
the spiritual significance of our time here as opposed to, you know, the earthly significance of, you know, when I think about earthly um, riches, I don't think about that being as fulfilling as having a, um, a, a more humble life that I'm living um, with in service of other people. And that doesn't mean that we have to be in jobs or careers that, you know, are in, in some kind of service capacity where uh, we're making minimum wage. Uh, that's not what I'm suggesting. I'm just saying that everybody is living to serve others, whether you're a movie star serving the public, um, you know, giving them entertainment, providing entertainment, or you're a, uh, um, a waitress in a restaurant providing excellent service and a smile. Um, I think we're in all in service of one another. And I think if we get all those messages that are coming to us with this time that we have, that we've been given this window of opportunity, this space that's been created for us to sit and think and not get, um, you know, get carried away in all of these crazy uh, things of the earth. Uh, I heard someone on TV say today that they, um, when they go home now, they they put away their phone. After work hours, they just put away their phone, and they've been so grateful for the time that they have without worrying about their phone and social media. Instead, they're reading for the first time in a long, long time. I thought that was really beautiful. Um, how she, you know, recognized that she uh, is going to take this. Uh, opportunity and, you know, her, her tap on the shoulder and, and stop what she was up to and instead do something that she really liked to do or has been meaning to do for a long time. You know, this is a person uh, that's, that's on, you know, on regular TV and she's um, a host or whatever. And uh, what she said was very um, interesting because she said she hadn't been, she always wanted to read more, but she never did. And she thought, my God, what opportunity am I letting slip by when I keep saying I want to do more of this and I don't do it? So ask yourself, I guess, what will you do with the space that has been opened? It's going to close. We're going to get back to normal or whatever normal, um, you know, we will get back to. And how will you uh, remember this time or use the rest of this time to do something that is um, more thoughtful, more kind, more compassionate. Uh, you know, how will you use this humbling moment to do something other than complain or be uh, envious or uh, covetous or um, acquire more stuff Um or even angry, you know, a lot of people hang on to anger. And, you know, Louise Hay always said that anger became cancer. And I look at all the cancer we have, and I wonder, what are people so angry about? If that's true, then, you know, it suggests we have a lot of anger in the world, right? And um, so, you know, we need to think about this. And I think this is a great opportunity. I hope all of you take this in the right vein. I only, you know, am reflecting my deepest thoughts about the moment and, again, in service to you and humanity, which is my objective in life, uh, my goal. So um, I hope you take it in the right vein and maybe even write me and let me know what you're doing with your time. 
Anyway, I thank you very much for listening to Love in Your Life. Remember that it is the only way to live within your with love in your life, both personally and professionally. Until next time, guys. Bye.